Hi, I'm Tara Spear Lee, and you're listening to the Inside Out Podcast, a different approach to living your best life from the inside out. Hey, everyone, you're listening to the Inside Out Podcast. I'm your host, Tara Spear Lee. And today we're going to talk about how to get it all in in a day. I don't know how many of you have read one of my favorite books, Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. If you haven't read it and you are a career minded, business minded, entrepreneurial minded woman, who quote unquote wants to have it all, I highly recommend reading it. But the caveat there is that she talks about how having it all is truly not something that is a source of truth. It is almost impossible to have it all when you are a working individual, when you have a family, when you have all kinds of other responsibilities. So just something to think about as we're moving forward. But that doesn't mean that you can't get in everything that you need to get in during the day. And I find where most people struggle is it's not about their time. It's about their time management. We all struggle with time. Time is at a premium, right? So we have to find better ways to work in our time management skills, to work on our time management skills. And the one thing I always tell people is you won't get it all in in a day, but you can prioritize those things that are most important and the things that you will not negotiate on. I'll be the first to admit, I still have days that I feel stressed about not being able to get it all in. We're all human, no matter how much we strive to maintain balance while being super productive and healthy and there for our families, we're all still going to struggle. But knowing this going into any given day will help you let go of any stringent expectations of yourself, which is so important. I always say expectation is the thief of joy. So let go of those expectations But what I want to talk about is that the key to having these productive days is prioritization of what you need to get done. So the way that I do this each day during the week is my calendar. I've talked about this before, but appointments keep us accountable to ourselves and others. I even schedule in the gym. I make sure I have blocks of time in my calendar so that I make sure that I am being accountable to myself for that priority. So each week, something that I do is I sit down and it's Monday morning. I actually have already done this for the week and I sit down and I create a baseline calendar. And what this is are basically musts each day. And these things are comprised of four things that I refuse to sacrifice on. These are four things that I make sure in my calendar every single day without fail. Number one is my daily morning walks where I prepare my mind and body for a busy day. And I'll talk about that here in just a second. Um, Number two is obviously my work. I love my job and I strive to bring my best to work daily. So I always have to make sure that I schedule things around my job and that I'm making sure to provide ample time in my calendar to complete my job, have calls, um, meetings, etc. Number three is my workouts. No matter what, I will find space for them somewhere, even if it's just a 30-minute sweat session in my garage or a 15 minute Metcon, whatever that looks like, I will make sure that I have time for that. And then number four is dinner with my husband when we're both home. If we're both going to be home because we're both gone quite often, then I'm going to make sure that I'm going to have dinner at home or, you know, at a restaurant with him, but I want that time and I'm going to prioritize that. Going back to number one, those daily morning walks. Typically, I have time early in the morning before my workday starts, but I also am on a global team. So that being said, sometimes I have a little bit of a struggle with my timing when I might be on a 7 a.m. call. It doesn't happen often, but if it does, what I will do is I will make sure that I take that 7 a.m. call and then I will block out 30 to 45 minutes after that so that I can go and walk my dogs and have that morning routine 
where I have my coffee. I listen to my thought leadership podcast and I really just get my mind mentally prepared for the day. So I can also go earlier. I could do like a 5.45 a.m. walk. It just kind of depends on my day. But again, sitting down on Monday morning and looking across your calendar of the things that have to get done and then making sure that you put those priorities that are important to you in every single day and making time for them, that's going to help you tenfold. So number two, when I talked about my work and how much I love my job, typically the week prior, most of my meetings and calls are getting set. But during the week, lots of other meetings and calls get set as well. So that's why it's so important for me to make sure to block out time in my calendar for the things that I want to do that I love. I can do a lot of this before and after typical working hours. But again, being on a global team, it makes it difficult to have typical working hours So I may one day schedule in a 5.30 a.m. workout, and then the next day I may schedule in a 6 p.m. workout. It just kind of depends on my schedule and what it looks like throughout the week. But as long as I have that time blocked out, typically I can have that time set aside. There will be times that I need to move that for something very important. And again, that's where priorities come in. You can always find somewhere to move Um, your appointment or your workout around as long as you remain flexible. Workout, same thing that I was just talking about. Like I said, you know, there may be a day that I have to put my workout in at 5.30. There may be a day at 6 p.m. There may be a day it's noon. Again, it just kind of depends on my overall schedule. I will go ahead and put those in my calendar at the beginning of the week. But if things change, then I remain flexible and I'm able to move those around. Dinner with my husband. If we're both home, I'm going to make sure that happens. Like I said, there's times that I'm on calls until sometimes 6.30 p.m. And that's around the time that we eat. So if that's the case, then we're either going to make plans to leave immediately after I get off my call and go out to eat together, or he's going to actually cook. I totally have a partner in life in him and he and I do everything 50-50. So if he needs to make dinner for the night um, and I get off a call at 6.30 and then we can sit down and have a nice meal together, then we do that. But I always make that a priority. I will never work past time that we can spend time together. The only times where that's an exception is if, again, I'm traveling for work, he's traveling for work, or we are both, um, or or I may be at work dinners, which I was last week, and I'll be again this week. So it just kind of depends where that is, but I will always block out that time for him. So each day is going to look different, but those four things will always, always, always be incorporated no matter what. Again, you also are going to have to put things in there like doctor's appointments and soccer games and other commitments. I'm going to go ahead and give you an example of a sample day just so that you can kind of see how everything that I do is worked in. I also love to try to combine things and I'll talk a little bit more about that here in just a second. So Let's use today as an example. So 5.30 a.m., I woke up, I had something really small to eat, and I went outside and spent about five minutes in meditation. My quiet time is also something that's really important to me, but I always try to do it after I wake up because that's the time that I need to really set my mind forward for the coming day in a positive manner the most. So typically, I don't need to schedule this in. There are days that I'll schedule a little bit longer meditations in. But then at 6 a.m., I went on a walk with my pup and I actually listened to a thought leadership podcast. Sometimes I'll also listen to an audible book. Now, going back to what I was just saying about combining things, there are days that I just struggle to get everything in, but I want to read a couple of chapters out of a book that I'm reading out of Tribe of Mentors, or um, I'm rereading Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg, which I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. I may go ahead and listen to you know a Cy Wakeman podcast or a Tim Ferriss podcast or listen to an audible book because that gives me a good 30 to 45 minutes to get in some you know, really great information for my day. 
Um, from 6.40 to 7.30, I got showered and ready for my day. And then at 7.30, I headed over to my home office to start processing emails and begin calls and projects and work. Today, I'm going to be leaving the house at about 11.30 for a CrossFit class. And um, just so happens that I was able to work that in for the day based on my CrossFit gym as well as my work schedule. And then around 1 o'clock, I'll be back home from the CrossFit class. I'll freshen up and then I'll get ready for afternoon calls. And that will take place from about 1.15 until about 3 o'clock. Around 3, I'll typically take an afternoon little walk break with my dogs, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, depends on how hot it is outside. Um, And again, I can pop in another podcast if I want. I can listen to more of my Audible book, or I can just have some silence away from, you know, voices and everything of the work day. So then from 3.30 to about 6 o'clock, I'll finish up my work day. And then at 6 o'clock, I will begin cooking dinner tonight. And my husband and I are both home, so we'll have dinner sometime between 6.30 and 6.45. And then around 7.30, we take our dogs on a walk together, just a short evening walk. They love it. We love it. And it just really helps us to get outdoors and have a conversation. You know, no technology, no TVs, no phones. And then from 8 to 9, we both have a commitment that we read or we may finalize any project plans for the following day. I'm a very type A personality in that if I lay down and I have a list of things that are not captured somewhere, be it in my phone or in my computer task list. And it's really difficult for me to sleep because they run through my head. So I may finalize some project plans or some task lists. Um, but a lot of the time I just really like to read um, or we might just talk and plan out some things or furniture shop or whatever we you know have going on together. And then 9.30 PM is the most important appointment of my day. And it is bedtime. I strive for eight hours of sleep a night at the very least. And so in order to do that, if I'm going to get up by 5.30 AM, then I am in bed by 9.30. I try to make this consistent throughout the week. Consistency is key here. It's key in anything from eating healthy to workouts to sleep. So granted, I work remotely from a home office. So this does afford me more time without a commute. However, I do commute several times a week, an hour and 20 minutes each way, which is about 70 miles to our Research Triangle Park office for various meetings and work engagements. So Wednesday, I'm going to be there as well. And, you know, those days are very similar other than I have a full hour to listen to audible books or podcasts on my way to the office. So, you know, Wednesday is going to look like this for me about 530 AM. Again, I'm going to wake up, eat something small, five minutes outdoor meditation, six to 630. I'm going to do a morning walk with my dog with a thought leadership podcast or audible book, 630 to seven. I'm going to do a quick garage gym, Metcon style workout. And then from seven to 740, I'm going to shower, get ready for the day. 7.45, I will leave the house for my commute. And on the way up, I can do many things. I can either listen to an Audible book, a podcast, or I may take some work calls because I have that hour and 20 minutes. Around 9.15, I'll arrive at work. And then I'm in meetings straight from 9.30 to 5. And I always, always, always make sure that I'm taking multiple outdoor walking breaks to keep my activity level and movement aligned. This also will help you to stay highly productive. We as humans do not have the attention span to hold for, you know, longer than it's, it's definitely much shorter than an hour, but you know, if you are having an hour long meeting and you have a break in between, go outside, get up, walk around, take some laps in your, around your desk. It'll help get your creative juices flowing, help give your mind a rest and help you go back to what you were doing much more creatively. Um, then from five to seven 30, I have a team dinner in Raleigh. And then from seven 30 to nine, I'll have a drive home. I can call friends and family. I can make some more work calls. Typically around this time, everybody's done working for the day. So I really like to use it to call and catch up with family and friends. Again, I might listen to more books or or podcasts. 
And then from nine to nine 30, I'll have a short amount of time with my husband. Um, again, this doesn't happen that often, but when it does, we still want to spend some time together and then nine 30 bedtime for eight hours of sleep. So if you go back and look at the past couple of days, um, and my plan and what I have scheduled in, my priorities are still in there. I'm making sure I'm having dinner or time with my husband at night. I'm making sure that I'm doing that long morning walk with my dogs while I'm listening to my podcast or listening to audible books, which is something I love to do every single day. I am making sure that I'm getting my workouts in and I'm prioritizing my work when it needs to be prioritized. There are also some things that I highly recommend during the week and weekend to make your life a whole lot easier with a busy weekday schedule. So the first thing is that I take a day off from the gym during the week and I start my workday a little earlier just to allow for a little bit more of an open schedule one day a week. On this day, it's typically the day that I may you know, take 30 minutes out of my day since I started a little earlier and write a blog or, you know, work on some of my social media thought leadership posts or um, fitness and nutrition posts that I may be working on for the week. But I just want to make sure that one day a week I'm taking a break from the gym and I'm allotting myself more time towards things that I need to get done towards those priorities. That would mean that I will do an extra workout day on the weekend, which is fine because I have more time on the weekends. We all do. Number two, I will always prep food on Sunday so I have an easier time during the week. You do not have to make a meal plan, right? I know that that is just such a pain in the butt for some people. I refuse to do it any longer. But I will always prep food on Sunday so I have an easier time during the week. I'll always make you know some proteins, some veggies, like cooking spaghetti squash and scooping it out into a container, um, making some zucchini noodles and putting them into the fridge, You know, pre-chopping some bell peppers, some fruits just so that I have easy access to healthy foods that'll help me fuel my day. Because again, the worse that you eat or the more processed junk food, which we talked about in episode three, that you eat, the less productive that you will be because it tanks your energy levels. Number three, this one's really important. Make a weekly dinner plan before you go to the grocery store on the weekends. So on Saturdays, we go to the store and I will create a list of each meal with potential ingredients that I can use in multiple meals, right? We don't want to make this this horrible, mind-numbing, complicated thing, make it simple. And then I um, make a plan for what we're going to have each night during the week. And this really cuts down on our weekly runs to the grocery store when our time is limited. And again, we all have limited time. Number four, make a weekly cooking plan with your partner or yourself. Do this on Sunday or you know Monday morning. So if I'm working later at work dinners, like I mentioned, my husband takes over the cooking and he's gotten really good at it. Um, but we make a plan for this at the beginning of the week. And if he's unable, we simply plan for leftovers or just something really quick, like throw together salads. We, we make sure we have that plan though, at the beginning of the week so that, you know, we don't have to run to stores or go pick something up that, you know, might, might be unhealthy. Don't schedule things on the weekends, make time for friends and family and fun, but allow your schedule to be open so that you have a break from being scheduled. It's so important to just you know, during the week, we've got to live by that schedule to make sure we get everything done. But on the weekends, just kind of lay back and enjoy it if you can, at least one day. And then number six, sleep more on weekends if you're able to. This will help boost your hormones and your health for the coming week and thus your productivity. If you don't have to, try not to set an alarm. For me, my dogs are always my alarm and we rarely get to sleep in per se, but we can typically sleep an extra hour sometimes and it just feels absolutely amazing. These are some of the things that I highly recommend on your weekends that will help make your week easier and more productive overall. So these are just a few of my tips to make getting it all in more doable for your daily life. 
I have a lot more for being productive in your workday, but that will be a whole nother podcast. So I hope that this was helpful for you and that you have a happy and productive day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Find me on my blog at www.taraspearlee.com. That's T-A-R-R-A-H-S-P-E-E-R-L-E-E.com. And make sure to subscribe for more Inside Out podcasts.